Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Now, the Launceston Airport's been named Airport of the Year. Fantastic news to talk more. I'm joined by Marcus Lancaster, Head of Operations at Launceston Airport. Marcus, well done. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much, Mike. Yeah, look, we are thrilled to have been named Australia's 2022 Airport of the Year at the inaugural uh, Australian Aviation Awards. I think it was a stunning result. What makes Launceston stand out? Look, I think um, for us, obviously, the, the, the awards recognise the great work that the, the broader Launceston Airport team and the wider community have done, uh, working tirelessly to keep the airport safe, connected and successful. Uh, it also recognises, obviously, you know, our um, continuing support for Tasmania. And obviously, we were, we've been able to grow um, to new travel markets during the difficult days of the COVID-19 pandemic as well. And who are you up against uh, in the awards? Is it, is, it well, is it worldwide as well? The next, next step, if you will? Well, uh, our understanding is that it was a, it was an Australian-based um, award, um, so it came down to final between us and, and Albury. Ooh. And yeah, look, we're, we're we're thrilled. We're thrilled, obviously, that we were able to win the award this year, which is great. It is good, isn't it? I mean, a great award. What other awards are there at the Aviation Awards as such? Yeah, so so um, usually the Australian Airports Association also holds uh, awards, and, and Launceston Airport has been a multiple multiple winner of um, major airport of the year uh, at that. Um, Going back sort of uh, to the mid mid teens, um, yeah, this yeah, so probably the last five years, um, yeah, we've we've been successful in winning that uh, a number of times as well. It must have been difficult to going through uh, COVID restrictions for any company, especially you know an airport, to try and survive. Look, it was really really tough, Mike. Um, at the height of the pandemic, we were down to two services per week from mm. the mainland with with Qantas aircraft, so um, you know a maximum of um, sort of two hundred seats a week. Um, you know, I, I think during April our statistics show that we had um, uh, it was only about 400 passengers for the month, and yeah, of April at the start of the pan- pandemic, and and that was down from uh, around 130,000 that we'd usually see during that time. So really, really tough. Um, you know, and, and, and again, yeah. testament to the team for being able to sort of work through that and and to, to come out the other side now, and and you know we're we're, we're thriving uh, at the moment, which is great. And uh, Marcus, it must be uh, interesting to see Qantas, who are so reliable, all of a sudden dropping flights, Jetstar dropping flights, people being stranded, seem to be making headlines all over the place. Bit of an awkward time for the airlines as such, not not the airports, but the airlines. Yeah, look, it, it's it's still tough, and I, I think you know the the things that we're seeing with with the airlines and the ground handlers just show the impact of the COVID nineteen pandemic on the on the industry still continue. So, you know, as far as we're concerned, obviously, you know. Um, you know, each year around 90% of visitors obviously arrive into Tasmania by air, which highlights the, the importance of Launceston Airport and its contribution. But it's mm-hmm. also really, really important that we have strong, reliable and, and plentiful airline routes to service um, both in and out of the state. So but we, we continue to work with our partners, including Qantas, to, to obviously maintain, grow and restore the network generally. And, and look, we, we work very closely as an airport team here with our green handlers and others to manage cancellations or other things as they come up as well. Tell us about the investment happening at the airport, Marcus. Yeah, so we've got a major project, obviously, that um, is underway at the moment. So um, we're looking to build a, a brand new check-in hall uh, and to move our security screening to um, to the existing check-in hall. So there's about $11 million of projects um, supported by both the, the state and federal governments. Yeah, and uh, that, that that investment will build about a 650-metre um, new check-in hall for us. Right. Um, projects, projects underway at the moment, they're in demolition, uh, and it's about an 18-month construction timeline.
Well done. There's a lot going on. I just uh, needed to just say congratulations. I think it's great to see a, a positive uh, story. And uh, there you are, uh, Launceston Airport, named Airport of the Year. Well done. I think it's just a great, it is just after all the negatives. So nice to have something positive, Marcus. It's lovely to talk with you. Thank you for your time. Thanks very much, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you indeed, Marcus Lancaster, the uh, head of operations at uh, Lonnie Airport, with some good news. <laughs> got uh, Dave on the line at Beauty Point. Dave, good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you? All right, buddy. I haven't spoken to you in a while. Good to talk to you. Tell me, uh, scammed. What's that yeah, about? we got scammed last night by uh, somebody purporting to be Telstra. Now, usually they say, oh, I am from Telstra um, Technical Division, and immediately I hang up the phone. Yeah. But last night I thought, no, I'll ask you what your identification number is and she gave me what we found out now is a bogus number bogus name and um, explained herself a little bit more so it sounded legit and uh, she then said I'll, I'll pass you on to somebody at another department uh, spoke to him for a couple of minutes this is the wife now on the second person uh, then she was put through to another department, supposedly, and then a fourth department, and mm. that was as far as it went. And spent four hours on the phone. He got into her computer. Uh, this morning we found out we're nearly $3,000 out. But <laughs> we've already been onto the bank and stopped it. How did they get into? Yeah, how did they get in though, Dave? I mean, what what happened for? There must have been some information they received from uh, your good self to, for them to be able to yeah. activate the, your you know yeah. your, your details. Yeah, but they sounded so legit. Yeah, they're getting very sophisticated now. So if anybody rings from Telstra, I say thank you very much. Hang up. Back. Yeah, and also make sure you get to, you know, you can ring, you find a number and ring Telstra and say, did you ring me? And make sure once you've rung them and they'll probably tell you, no, we don't do that. Uh, yeah. But you're and right. No, well, that's what the, the lady at the actual real coy Telstra told us this morning. Mm. Telstra never ring customers. No, and uh, it's good of you to make us all aware of that. They're, they're not giving up, are they? The scammers are just no, out not. there. Unbelievable. No. Yeah, well, I've got a funny feeling that the internet was um, invented for criminals, by criminals. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, the thing is, Dave, it's just awkward, isn't it? You can just be told, it's the same with social media. People are believing things that are just absolutely ridiculous. And and that's, uh, it's it's, it's dreadful uh, what's occurring. Um, I better better let you get that other call. I can hear a bipping on your phone. Thanks very much, Mike. At least I've put the word out there now. You have, Dave, and it's a pleasure talking with you, mate. Dave in Beauty Point, scammed there by Tulsa. There's something else we need to watch out for with Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.